Welcome back to Crystal Uncorked. In this episode, I am pulling back the curtain to talk about my experience doing my first in-person conference. It was a roller coaster. It was so many emotions and feelings. And even if you have no desire to create your own conference or in-person event, the things that I learned that I'll share in this episode can really help you I think if you're going through anything challenging, anything that's uncomfortable, if you're taking a risk on something, I think that this episode could help. So let's dive in. I'm Crystal Vilkaitis, and here on the show, we have open and honest conversations about business and life, and sometimes that's over wine, and today it's over water with my very branded, if you're watching this, my branded water bottle that really matches the crystal uncorked or crystal media brand. Um, really hydrating today because in an hour, two hours, I'm doing a webinar and it is the highest registration we've ever had in over 10 years. So I'm so excited about that. You know, I mentioned in episode 75, just this momentum that we've been getting at crystal media. I mean, we are, I feel it. We're on fire. I feel like I'm on fire and it's so good when you're in that momentum. And so, uh, I got some water today, but I'm getting my episode in, you know, I really wanted to share the behind the scenes. It was such an emotional few months (laughs) doing evolve. I mean, I, you know, just to take you back a little bit, I always wanted to have my own in-person conference for years now. I have spoke on a lot of other people's stages, in fact, over a hundred stages in six countries, and I love doing it. And I've been to a lot of conferences as well where I'm just the attendee, I'm not speaking, and I've had life-changing experiences at conferences that I've been to, and I'm just a very curious person. So when I go to events like that, I'm always thinking about like, oh, well, what if you did it that way? Or what if it could be done that way? And because I've always wanted my own stage and my own experience, I've been taking notes, you know, mentally through all these years and got to put some of that into play. And many years ago, probably seven six or seven, somebody said to me, you know, I I did a keynote speak speech. And after that, he was like, you are an amazing speaker. That was a really good session. Have you ever thought about doing your own conference? And I was like, all the time, I totally want to. And he said, the hardest part, you know, what you got to do is you just got to pick your date and your venue. Everything else falls into place. It is a lot of work, but it all falls into place. That's where it starts is your date and your venue. So I finally picked the date in the venue, which was April 26th and 27th of 2023 at the Gaylord in Denver, Colorado. And I did look at a couple of properties, but I just fell in love with the Gaylord because it's a, it's a beautiful property. It's in the middle of nowhere. And I wanted it to be like that because then people aren't like leaving you don't have this big city outside and you're like, oh, I want to go shopping. I want to go to all these restaurants. I want to go do all these things. You might leave the conference during certain speech, you know, speakers that you think you don't want to listen to. So you leave and you're not like playing full out and you're not showing up. I really wanted to create this environment where people can't leave. And I mean, they could, but you know, it's inconvenient too, but it's big enough and it's expansive enough to be comfortable and enjoy yourself. And so that's why I chose that venue. And, um, and the venue was great. 
but it was not cheap. Um, I'm at the Gaylord and I learned a lot from, you know, how much money it takes to put on an in-person event. You know, you've got your travel for your team. You've got your travel for your speakers. You have speaker fees. I brought in two keynote speakers who were awesome. And I'm really glad I did because they added a lot of value to the event. Um, so you've got your speaker fees, then you've got your catering, like these properties, you have to have a food and beverage minimum. And ours for this was 32,000 plus on top of that 32,000, you have to pay like a $10,000 service fee. Like there's just so many fees. Um, you've got your, you're committed to room blocks. So if those don't get filled, then you have to pay for that. And so there was like this stress adding up of like, we've got to fill I think we had 212 rooms that we had to fill. And if, if we don't fill them, you know, we have to pay for 80% of what's not filled and at $260 a night. So you're really, you're like watching the budget increase, increase, increase. And I just got to say that was one of the most stressful parts of this for me. Um, obviously, right? Like I'm, I'm spending money. I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. I didn't necessarily say like, here's the budget. I didn't know it was my first time. So I have no idea what to expect. And then there's just things that add on, like you've got your signage and you've got your workbooks and, um, you know, just stuff comes up as you're planning these things. The one thing that shocked me was how much AV is. So AV like, you know, has the mics and, um, your projection, your projector and your screens. And if you have an AV person there or not, uh, who could help with volume and all that stuff. I got the quote and we were already getting really close to a hundred thousand dollars to do this event. I mean, I've never spent a hundred thousand dollars on one thing. Like this was just like, Whoa, I'm, I'm doing, I'm spending six figures on it <laughs> on my first event. Like, is this crazy? My first conference, like we've done some smaller workshops and stuff, but nothing to this level. So I was feeling the stress and ticket sales weren't where I thought they would be. So we weren't getting like a lot of that revenue coming in yet. I have a lot of expenses going out and then the AV budget came through and I was thinking AV would be like $5,000, maybe seven. I mean, we're, we're in a smaller room. I need two screens, two projectors, and some mics. Like $5,000 should be plenty to do that, right? Oh my God, the quote was $21,000. $21,000. And I got that on a day where I was just feeling really defeated. I was feeling defeated with ticket sales. I was feeling like, did I make a wrong you know, decision in doing this? You're doubting yourself, all the thoughts. And then I open up that quote and I fucking lost it. I just started crying and I'm in the bathroom just crying. And it's not, it's not like the AV quote, it's just everything. It's the stress of everything. And you haven't even done the event. Like what if people don't have a good time and all the what ifs are coming in, right? And so Dustin's just holding me He's so supportive and so sweet. And I ended up talking, I reached out and this is definitely a lesson for all of us. I reached out to the AV company and I was just completely transparent and said, I've never done an event like this before. I had no idea that it would be this high. 
Um, and I think we even told AV that our budget was like 7,500 to 10,000. So they knew our budget and then they came and they're like, oh yeah, okay, great. They didn't say like, whoa, I just want to let you know, it's going to be like double your budget. They were just like, oh yeah, okay, great. So I was so shocked. I mean, they did a terrible job managing my expectations. So I got her on the phone and just was like, what can we do? And please help, you know? And she came back with 14,000. So $7,000 we shaved off of that thing. And that helped. It definitely helped. But I was like, oh my gosh. Um, and so there were sleepless nights. I was having a lot of sleepless nights because again, the ticket sales, I can be a little naive sometimes. I mean, it depends on who you ask. Am I naive or am I optimistic? I like to think I'm optimistic. I dream very big. My head is in the clouds. My dad would always say, head in the clouds, feet on the ground. And sometimes my head is in the clouds. I'm not really sure if my feet are, are grounded or not, but I just thought for sure we could easily sell 200 tickets. And I was like, you know, in the back of my mind, I was thinking about 500. And my team's like, Crystal, oh my God, if we get 200, like that is a massive, if we get a hundred, that's a massive win. My mentor was saying that my team was saying that. And so I was like, but in the back of my mind, I'm really focusing on that 200 to 500, right? So the more tickets we sell, the more we can add to the experience and offset the cost. And so when we released Evolve, like in the summertime, and I released it to our insider members, we sold 50 pretty fast. And I was like, oh my gosh, if we're selling this quick, like we're totally going to get to 200. I just felt so good about it. And um, we were selling, you know, here and there, here and there, here and there. And then you come into 2023, the event is in April, it's now January. And so many people said to me who do live events that 40% of your sales come within 60 to 90 days of the event. So if I am going off of that, well, I already had like 70 tickets, you know, ish going into 2023. And so that means that, you know, 40% more coming in within that, you know, um, uh, 60 day, 90 day, I was feeling like pretty good. We'll definitely cross over a hundred. We should probably be at 150. We might get to 200. We had a lot of initiatives. I, I haven't, I feel like I've never worked so hard. I mean, I was doing so many live streams, doing webinars, doing writing emails, doing our social media, doing videos for our social, doing commercials for um, shows, being on other people's, you know, their podcasts and their live streams and their webinars and working through our sponsors and just really trying to get people to buy tickets. And it, tickets just really slowed in 2023. And I took it personal. I felt like nobody wants to come to my party. (laughs) Like, so then that would make me stay up late. Like there's a stress from the money perspective, but then I was also taking it personal. And I was like, I'm putting together something I know is going to be business changing and life changing. And I'm going to give my all to this and people aren't signing up. And I was just like, so sad. And so blindsided. I was not expecting that at all. But I want to go back to that thought of like, I was thinking 200 should be easy, but let's go 500. 
And, and then here's the deal. Our room couldn't even hold 500. It could max out at like 220, I think. So I was just really wanting to be competitive. Let's max out the room. My team's like, we crossed over a hundred tickets and my team's like, oh, this is amazing. And don't get me wrong. I definitely was like, wow, a hundred people are choosing to come to my conference. My very first conference, I feel amazing. I did. I felt so grateful. I felt so amazing. I was just measuring it to an unrealistic number, like a number that doesn't even matter because I've never even done this event. So how can I even base it off of anything, you know? And then I'm taking it so personal that more people don't want to show. And, um, I just, man, all of a sudden, like leading up to the event, probably two weeks before I was really stressed. I was like telling my team, I don't think we should do it this again. I don't think I'll do 2024. I don't think I could handle this stress. And on top of it, I'm creating the content. You really want the content to land. You want it to move people. You want it to just add a lot of value. And I care so much about making it worth people's time and energy and, and money coming to this event. So I had a big burden. Like I really wanted the content to be great. I wanted the agenda to be awesome. I wanted our sponsors to be happy. We sold out of our sponsorship. So that was a really great thing. That was all we have awesome partners who supported us. And I'm just so grateful for their support year one. Like, oh my gosh, means the world to me. And so, you know, but I have all this stress with the ticket sales, the content, nobody wants to come to my party. And I was driving to the airport one day and I had this thought, I was like searching to feel differently because I wanted to feel excited. My event is two weeks away and I'm feeling stressed and like, I don't want to do this again. What I get myself into. And I'm like living in the head trash. I call that head trash, all that like bad talks, bad self-sabotage talk. You know, there is a true, there's a real thing, um, in the, the book, The Big Leap, which I really recommend, I'm listening to it for a second time right now, they talk about how, or he, the author talks about how we self-sabotage ourselves because we'll get to a certain level of success and we're not used to that level. It's like a thermostat, an internal thermostat, and we have it set to a comfortable degree. So 72 degrees is super comfortable and it's set. That's my success level. But if I'm getting above that, that starts feeling uncomfortable. And so we'll do things to self-sabotage to keep us around that 72 or whatever's comfortable for you. And so I think part of this, like the, how I was wanting to not do it again, and I was having these negative thoughts was partially self-sabotage because I was leveling up my content. My content was some of the best I've ever given. I was rehearsing like I've never rehearsed before. I mean, I was really leveling up to give my all and I have my own conference. I mean, that's a whole new thing I'm adding onto my business, a whole new asset, you know, something that really adds value to my, my company. And so, um, I think part of that was the self-sabotage and trying to keep myself small. And then I was just like searching for this way to feel better about it all because I knew something exciting was coming. And so when I was driving to the airport, I thought this is happening for me. This isn't happening to me. The, the slow ticket sales is not something that's like, oh, this is happening to you and nobody wants to come to your party and you suck. Like that's not at all what's happening. This is happening for me. There's a reason that we're not selling more tickets like I thought we would. 
And I don't know that reason right now. And maybe I'll never know the reason. There's just a reason. This is all, it's all happening how it should happen. I, this is what I believe when we fully show up and give our all and do the best that we can in our control. From that point, you have to let go. You can't control anything else. How the chips will fall, right? Is that the saying? However, they're gonna, it's all gonna happen how it's supposed to happen. And you have to trust that. And that trust is really, really hard because we wanna control things. And I especially like to have the control. It's like, it's why I like to drive. I always will drive because I like to be in control. Um, I am the leader. Like I, I, if I'm in a group, I'm typically going to be leading the way. Somebody's got to be in control. And there were so many things that were out of my control with this event. And that felt really uncomfortable. But when I all of a sudden was like, this is happening for me. This is a gift. You'll figure it out later. Just trust the fucking process. Just trust And all of a sudden, it was like everything shifted for me. I felt so thankful. Like gratitude just filled me up so deeply that over 100 people bought tickets to come to my show. I think we ended with 111 people who who showed up, um, which is awesome for my first conference. And then with my team and speakers and sponsors, we had about 150 people for our first event. And one of the things that I feel like why this was happening for me was I'm almost grateful that we didn't have any more tickets because any more people in the room, because the way that my room was set up, it's year one. So we were kind of in a smaller room and we had it set up classroom style. So you had tables, so you could be writing and we had workbooks. So it was better if you had tables, you could write notes and have your drinks in front of you. And it's just more comfortable. If we would have sold... I think 120 or higher, we would have had to go to theater style, which that means no tables. You would just have chairs. And that would have been really awkward for taking those notes. It just wouldn't have been more as comfortable. And so, um, you know, I kind of was asking people like, did you like having the workbooks? They love the workbooks. I could tell they like having those tables and it would have changed just kind of the comfortability and the usability of those two days. And so I was really grateful for that. Honestly, like it, that worked out well, that room size worked out well. The group, the fucking group we had was incredible. I mean, and that's the thing. I rather have 111 people who are showing up, who are playing full out, who are committed to themselves and their business, who are participating, who are engaged. I much rather have that than 500 people who are like, eh, I don't know about this. They're skeptical. They don't raise their hand. They don't participate. They don't ask questions. You know, they're just kind of like there. They're in and out of the sessions. I much rather have what I had. I had an incredible group and there was a lot of love in this room. And, um, and I say there was a lot of love in this room because I share this on rooted in retail episode, how at the end of my conference, um, I got choked up. I was saying, thank you. I was doing my sign off and I was thanking everybody and man, the emotion just all of a sudden hit me. I had a feeling I was going to cry because there were so many tears leading up to this thing. And I would even be talking to Pauline before we did the event. 
and I would like do my session and I would get really emotional about what I was saying. Or I would be like thinking about the people in the room and where they're at and the transformation they need or how they might be stuck. And I'd be talking to my team about it and just tears would come to my eyes. Like I was so emotional. I really put my heart into the content and really wanted to help people transform. I mean, the conference is called Evolve. So that's what I, that's what we're here to fucking do. So I need to show up. And I was really emotional about it all. And so, um, and so day two happens and I'm saying my goodbyes and I totally get choked up. And then I look at the back and there's Dustin just totally crying. It was so sweet. And my, some people on my team were crying and audience members were crying. And that's where I say, there's a lot of love. Like I just, I feel like I, I did a good job of creating a safe space for us all to feel comfortable. And that means the world to me. I want to create spaces for people to feel comfortable, to be them and to drop the bullshit and say like, Hey, I'm struggling or Hey, this is my head trash or I'm really confused or I feel like this dumb question, but I feel safe to ask it, you know, like feeling safe to be seen. Um, and so that's what evolve will be every year moving forward and any event that I do, that's what I like to do our intimate ones or bigger ones. That's something that's really important to me. And so I got to take a sip of my water. Hold on one second. I still have these darn allergies and, um, it's just like really, there's a lot of congestion happening here, but I think I'm talking. Okay. So that's good. Okay. So here's, here's what I want to talk about or kind of my recap of what I learned from doing this. Cause I think that what I learned, you know, and some of the stuff you already heard, you could use in all aspects of your life, not just planning an event that the biggest one was that this is happening for me, not to me. So if there's something that's going on in your business, your life, you're feeling that frustration, you're feeling the friction, you're feeling like, gosh, this didn't, this is not working how I thought it would. There are typically lessons there for, that we need to learn. We need to understand in order for us to move forward. And we don't always know those lessons. We don't always know why until after or years later. And so you just have to trust. You just have to trust. And that is really, really hard to let go. But once I did, I was then in the zone. I was more connected to my content. I was excited. I could sleep again, you know, like I, thankfully I could, um, there were no more tears I, outside of just like the happy tears, the caring tears of, you know, creating this transformation for people. So you really have to trust. Um, the other thing is that you can't take it personal. This is business. I had a couple of people come up to me a few weeks ago when I was at a conference and say, I wanted you to do your first event to see how it went. I'm going to be at year two. Like people were standing back saying, okay, how does she do? What do people say? I don't want to commit to her very first one. And I get it, right? Like you're spending your money and time. You're leaving your business. You want it to be good. You want it to be worth it. And if this is my first one, how do you know? You know, you don't have those testimonials from retailers. You're not hearing about what happened. You're not seeing what happened. So you don't know. So I definitely think I had people on the sidelines like waiting to see how it went. And thankfully it went so fucking good. Um, 
I, and I guess I failed to even share like the results of the event. So pause on the things I learned. (sighs) The event went better than I could have imagined. I mean, I talked about the love and the amazing people in the room, um, the connection, the conversations. I loved at our cocktail party, I'd look around and retailers were sitting down connecting with each other that had never met before, making new friends. Um, we had my friend Vi, who, uh, he's at like a master fiddler. I don't know. He's been on the show before. I don't know how I'm supposed to describe him. Um, but he's incredible at playing the fiddle and he came along for live music. And so there was like a lot of energy and, um, we sent out surveys to the attendees after the event. And so many people said it exceeded my expectations. In fact, we had a vote, you know, zero to five did evolve meet your expectations. And a couple people gave us a zero and wrote in it exceeded. <laughs> so, cause I was like, oh, we got a zero on expectations. It's because they said it exceeded their expectations. And so that means the world to me, the feedback was incredible. One of the pieces of feedback, it's something I learned. People really appreciated that we were on time. Like something that I care so much about when I go to events is you got to be on time. You got to stick to the agenda. If you are giving me an agenda, you better fucking stick to it. Otherwise I'm like, you're two minutes past, you're five minutes past, you're 10 minutes past. I can't listen to what is going on because we're not, we're now not on our path here anymore. <laughs> like I need the structure as part of the control. Right. And so we stayed like to the minute we were on time with everything. Thank God. Cause I didn't know. I hoped I practiced, I rehearsed. I, I really did. I mean, that's a lot of work in itself to get your content to the minute of where it needs to be. So thankfully we, we did that. Um, and, and people really appreciated it and said that in the, in the surveys, but people loved our speakers. They loved the content. They loved the connection. They loved the venue. Um, we got so many testimonial videos. I heard from several people who said it's the best business conference they've ever been to and that they've been to, you know, tons of them, or they've been going for 13 years or whatever. It's the best that they've been to that for me. I mean, I just, wow, I, my cup has never been so full after evolve something I did like a month before evolve. I booked a trip to Hawaii for Dustin and I, we left two days after we finished evolve or three days after we finished. Cause I was like, I need, I need it. I'm like, I'm stressed. I'm working really hard. And what if the event sucks? <laughs> like what if I tank and I sold from stage? So what if nobody sold? I'm a, I'm a hundred K in and, um, ticket sales did not cover that expense. I really needed to sell from stage to help cover our expenses. And so I'm like, if I fail, I'm going to need to be somewhere that makes me happy that I can just like rest and relax. And if I don't fail, if I do a great job, then I want a beautiful place to celebrate in. Right. And then also rest. Rest was a key part of this. I couldn't believe how fucking tired I was after doing evolve. Oh my God. My legs hurt so bad for several days. I was exhausted. I was just so, I feel like I gave so much energy and showed up like on, just on for days. And then I was just so fucking drained. It was crazy how drained you get. But um, I'm really glad I did that. 
I'm really glad I booked that Hawaii trip because I was really looking forward to that. It was a nice break. It was a way to get out. And, um, and thankfully we sold well. It was our best event we've ever done. Um, it was the best stage I've ever spoke on as far as sales. We more than paid for the, for the event. Um, and what's exciting is then that helps us put some money towards 2024 because we're doing it again. And I, even though I was like, I'm not doing this again. Oh my God, we're totally doing it again. I can't not do this event. I help change people's lives. I help change their business. There were tears. There was transformation. There was connection. I can't not do this. I feel like this is one of the things I am made for is to create experiences for people to evolve, for people to connect, for people to be safe and learn and grow and connect. And so I'm going to fucking do this event. We're doing it again. Same place, April 28th, 29th um, now. We have a VIP day because some of the feedback also said, I wish Evolve was three days. They wanted more days. So we added an extra day. Um, If you are a retailer or a business owner and you want to learn more and maybe get your ticket, go to crystalmediaco.com slash evolve. We have super, super early bird. Right now, you can get a standard ticket for $197. This episode is not to sell you. It's really to peek behind the curtain and share what I'm learning. But I would be doing a disservice by not talking about getting a ticket because I had some of my friends in the room um, who live here in Colorado. One is a local photographer. One is a web guy. One is has an insurance agency. And they showed up, they're not retailers, and they all said they got a lot of value out of out of Evolve and that they're already excited to go again. Um, and that makes me so happy. So if you, you know, you can come, you don't have to be a retailer, but I just feel like this is what I'm made to do and I love doing it. And um, I'm so glad that it sold well. And then here's the other thing I want to say. We sold well. We made some good money off of Evolve, but what is awesome is Two weeks later, one of our new scale clients, that's what I was offering from stage. Scale basically is like a bundle of all the stuff that we do at Crystal Media. One of our new scale clients, Amy, wrote in our Facebook group and said, after two weeks after Evolve and joining scale, my sales are up 17%. Like she was just so blown away and so stoked that she saw results that quick. Like so cool. So what we, what I'm selling is transforming retailers, businesses. And then that's so fulfilling and rewarding. Like, holy shit, I'm in a pretty rewarding field. I am in a pretty, I have created a business that is wildly fulfilling on a lot of different levels and doing it, having that in-person element for me is like the, that fulfillment is the shit that I love so much. And so, um, you know, I have ideas for doing some crystal and corked meetups and crystal and corked events and who knows how that will evolve. But I just, I really do feel like I'm, I'm made for this and it was so incredible. So, um, more things that I learned, you know, you can have like, there's conferences I've been to that has the fancy booths and the fancy design. We had no decor for this event, no decor. Like I didn't have any fancy lighting or special, you know, drapery or whatever, because it's fucking AV was $14,000. So no, I'm cutting as much as I can. 
I was like, I'm just going to focus on the agenda. The content has to be really good. Nobody complained that there wasn't fancy lighting or drapery or decor. Like nobody complained about that. I really learned and I knew this, but I was just worried, I guess. But it's about the content, it's about how you show up for the people that are in the room. That's what really matters with these types of events. So I don't think we have to always spend a lot of money on the stuff that doesn't necessarily matter. Like really get down to it. What does matter? What's going to actually create the change? What's the end? What is the goal I want to provide for these people? And then how can I best do that? And how can I really best serve them? That was a, a big one for me. And then also I gave myself the week before Evolve, I had like two internal meetings. That's it. I had no social plans. I had no other meetings. I didn't have to wear makeup the whole week before I didn't put makeup on, which was great because I could work on my content. I could rehearse. And then I would just lay on my couch in the afternoon and it, I would go through the content and then I would go through the agenda and I go through the structure and having that downtime would be like, Oh shoot. What if, but how is that going to work? Or, Ooh, I need to say that differently. Like it, it solved things for me that I was able to look ahead and see some of those challenges that we might have and then answer them because I had the time, the downtime. I wasn't so like in email and meetings and doing a lot of stuff. I just fucking laid on the couch with my eyes closed and walked through it all. And I did that almost every single day. It was so needed. And I'm really glad that I took that time in that space. Um, and so I, um, I'm just looking at my notes here and as you know, I'm now editing this show, so I'm not deleting out anything, but, um, yeah, that's it. I think that's it. That was my, my behind the scenes. Wow. It was a roller coaster. So many people said to me, enjoy it because it's going to go by fast. And it really did. It was like, I blinked and we were fucking done. And I felt like it was all a dream. And then Pauline at dinner, she's like, I, I don't even, do I dare say it? but that was kind of easy. <laughs> I was like, I laughed because kind of, I mean, we delivered a fucking epic event. It was so good. It was so good. If you weren't in the room, oh, I wish I could like bottle it up and have you take a shot of it to experience what it was like. It was really good. Um, and we did it, you know, and we, we hit, like we, we sold well and we, we did it. And it, so looking back, I was like, oh, I guess it wasn't that hard, but in it, in it, it felt really hard. And I had to have that mindset shift. The mindset's so powerful. It will change everything. Perspective, have different perspectives. Oh, the last thing I'll say is my, I was talking to my friend, Christina, who also went to evolve and said she loved it. And, um, and she's like, she read a book or was listening to somebody who had a course and sold this course and only five people showed up and it was a live course she was doing online. And the facilitator was like, I'm going to deliver the best course they've ever had for these five people. I don't care how many it is. I'm going to deliver for the, for these people and really show up. And I was like, yes. And I've got over a hundred people that I'm going to fucking have in the room. Like I'm going to deliver. I'm going to show up. And then again, perspective, like who cares? Who cares how many people are in the room? If you can help one person. And I feel like some people say that, but they don't really mean it. <laughs> if I could just help one person. Um, some people are truly authentic with that. And some people are not. Uh, but if I really can, and I did, and I told the story and I'll link to it, um, 
I told the story on Rooted in Retail. And if you want to hear it, you should go listen to this episode because I had a woman who I've known for a long time at Evolve and she, we did a hot seat with her and she was really afraid to be on camera and do video. And I pulled her out into the hall and I had her do video and we had a massive breakthrough and there were tears. It was so beautiful and emotional. And, um, that I was like, I mean, I'd almost pay money. I would pay money to have that experience to help her transform like that. And that one experience made it all worth it. But so much more came out of Evolve. So much more came out of Evolve. But that helping her was incredible. So it's going to be episode. I'm looking in real time here so I don't have to edit back to keep the member. I'm keeping this simple. I talk about it in episode 75. Um, it's episode. Why does this not have an episode number on it? Well, the episode is called Evolve or Don't Exist Lessons from My Evolve Conference. And I wish I could give you an episode number because it's going to be a lot easier for you to find um, episode 15. Sorry for anybody who's listening. Episode 15 on Rooted in Retail. Uh, go check it out. If you want to hear that story about Maureen, it's a special one. So I'm glad. I'm, I really felt proud that I did it. I finally did it. It was something I really wanted to do and I did it. And now 2024, we're in a beautiful, like I've upgraded the room. I increased our food and beverage budget. I increased our room block. So it's like, oh my God, here we go again. And there's more of this financial risk and you just really got to sell the tickets. And you know, we do already have 50 people that have tickets, which is so cool because I'm filming this end of June and the event is not until April. So I had so many people be like, I can't wait for next year and all the things. It's going to be awesome, but we're doing it again. And I'm just really proud I did it. I'm so thankful that I shifted my mindset had different perspective and just really delivered a, what I think was an amazing experience for retailers. So if you were there, DM me, chat me. If you listen to this episode and just be like, I was there. I'd love to know what, what one of your favorite things of Evolve was so I can try to include that in 2024. All right. Thank you so much for being here, for listening. I hope that you got something out of this. You found some value, something resonated. If anybody is planning an event, um, or thinking about it, maybe share this with them. They can uh, hopefully learn from some of the stuff that I learned. And I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. I will see you on the next. See you. Bye.